Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. It's Kathy alone today. I'm just doing the, this call alone because I'm talking to John, John and Stephanie. You know, John, the guy who pimps out his wife, Stephanie, to have sex with other guys. Um, and he basically tells these just really interesting, long-winded, sexy stories. Um, so I don't really think that I need a co-host. It's not like we really need to give John any advice. Him and his wife are pretty happy banging other people. Well, she actually bangs other people. He doesn't. Um, so it's just a matter of really listening to John tell his stories. He's calling in today. Typically, I like him to have three different stories, and he does. Um, he wrote in and told me that the update that he's going to talk about is they had a gangbang with, um, three black guys. Stephanie likes black guys if you're listening for the first time. And then they had one-on-ones with each of them. So basically she did three of the guys one night and then she fucked all of them separately as well. And then she had one more old guy too. She screws old guys, um, for money. And, uh, just so you know what John did after he emailed me that, and I told him I'd have him on the call. He sent me a picture of the old guy's cock. (laughs) Because people send me pictures. That's what's so interesting about this podcast. People really like to send me pictures of um, the deal. I've had some really inappropriate pictures. Um, Some guy sent me pictures of him screwing somebody like during the call. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that one. I forget what episode it is. Um, But, you know, John sends me pictures of these guys' weens. um, And just to show you, because Stephanie likes really well-endowed guys. And I got to say... For a white guy, because this guy's white, he doesn't look white. It's like the biggest thing I've ever seen. It's huge. Um, but that's what Stephanie's into. And um, I'll be right back to talk to John. And he could tell us the uh, his really hot stories. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, John. Hey, Kathy. How are you? Good. How are you? 
I am doing really well. Great. Let me just adjust the volume a little bit. Uh, you're here in the tri-state area, I'm assuming? I am in New Jersey tonight, yes. Okay, cool. So I don't have a co-host with you. I use random co-hosts now because I don't use yeah, Tommy. But okay. for your call, since I'm not giving you any advice and we're just listening to your hot stories, I don't feel like I need a co-host. So I already did my intro and we're just going to get into I know that you said you guys um, had a threesome, right, with three black dudes. That's Stephanie's favorite. And then you guys, um, she actually was with them separately, right? And then you did another. I'm assuming the older guy was a white guy, right? That is correct, yes. Okay, cool. So start with the gangbang with the three guys. Sure, I'll, I'll jump right in. Um, mm-hmm. you're, if um, you do remember from the last call, my challenge was to do something innovative and get something uh, oh, the rape. Know, that was back to being kind of new and different, exciting and challenging and not yeah, Stephanie kind of challenged me to be the man and figure out how to make this fun, right? Right. You were going to set up a rape scenario. Now you're reminding me. Yeah, sure did. I um, And I won't stay on too much of a tangent, but it is interesting. I ran a Craigslist ad, actually a couple of them. I've done that a few times. And, you know, I tell you, when I talk about what we're looking for and I put her hot body picture in, a, in an ad, mm-hmm. I mean, I get... I get, you know, hundreds of responses. I mean, it's not like, and I'm not even kidding. It's just like they just, they just fly in. I mean, it's, it's. That's because there's um, not a lot of real women on Craigslist, let me tell you. That's what I'm finding out. I get a lot of that too. And I also get a lot of the, um, it, it is, it is kind of interesting because, you know, you know, 86 people reply and you only pick two. Right. Well, there's 84 people you don't pick and they all, they get a little pissed and they also like, a lot of them accuse you of not being real. I'm like, sorry, man. We just picked somebody else, right? Right, exactly. Um, but um, it's, it was fun. In this case, what I did is I, you know, I said we were looking for some young studs, thugs with, you know, big black guys with big dicks, and that my wife was really into, you know, rape role play, and here's her body, and and um, you know, I got a ton of responses, and I think I sent you originally some of the pictures of the three guys that I, we picked, and. Mm-hmm. You know, all of them were very well endowed. Two of them knew each other. One didn't. I, I met him, the two guys, and then I met the other guy, and then I met them all three together um, and kind of planned and plotted the uh, the, uh, the session. And, um, you know, it was all meant to be a surprise. So, I mean, I'll jump right to it. Long story short, it was a few Saturdays ago. It's kind of a while now. Mm-hmm. I told him just to come by, and, um, you know, we were sitting uh, in the backyard in the afternoon by the pool, and, you know, I knew they were coming over, and um, and she didn't, obviously, right? So, um, you know, the, the doorbell rings, and I just think, oh, I want to go see who that is. And I go in there, and it's all of them, and, you know, they kind of come in the house. And, um, you know, the first thing I do is I kind of, like, you know, be quiet. Come on, let's walk in, guys. And, you know, I see it's been the first, you know, 10 minutes, and they come by the backyard. We have a sliding glass door, and they're kind of looking at her. She's sunbathing her hot tan body and a beautiful bikini and they're all like you know i mean, I mean one, one guy's quote was oh my god this is going to be good kind mm-hmm. of thing i mean they'd seen her picture but seeing her in person i think that it was starting to hit them that this was pretty 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 you know pretty special right so um you know i i, I debated but i walked out for a minute i said hey stephanie i got a little surprise for you and then i left i didn't want to just be totally like they just walked in but then she's like okay and then um 
And then they just, you know, they kind of, she was like lying there, eyes closed, lying in the sun. So they were very quietly kind of walked out there and they, uh, you know, they kind of surrounded her a little bit. And, you know, one of them says, hey, what do we got here? And the three of them were, you know, standing around her. And then she was like looking up going and, you know, right into, you know, a good role play. meaning like she goes, oh, my God, what's going on? Right. She had no idea. You know, they, and then it was a very realistic uh, rape scene. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they kind of grabbed her right away, and she was, you know, like, like as she, like, as she saw it, she kind of got up like she was going to try to run away, and they grabbed her, and you know, they kind of one guy, you know, pulled off her bikini top right away, and they just literally just lifted her up, all three of them. They carried her in the house and through the house and upstairs and down the hall and into the bedroom. Um, you know, threw her on the bed, kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I tell you, it was, you know, a lot, a lot of these scenes that we've done, these events we've had have been, you know, obviously really intense and really involved and, you know, a lot of, you know, rape components to it and very realistic. But I tell you, this one was a lot more what you would think of like a rape would be like, right? Right. It wasn't. Okay, first you know, we're going to do a blowjob, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to, none of that stuff. It was just there was no orchestrating it because a lot of times you say like the guy's telling her to do this and then that, but this is, was like just like a natural sort of a thing. Is that what you're saying? Good news, Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24 7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, think about it. Three guys, like, were walking down the street, saw a hot chick over her fence you know, um, mm-hmm. sunbathing and decided they were going to go rape her. I mean, it, it, this is what it felt more like. They, again, literally, they, just, they, they threw her on the bed, you know, one guy holding her holding her arms above her head kind of thing, and, you know, they, they pull off her bikini bottoms, and, you know, one guy just, you know, gets up there and pushes her legs apart, and as she's kind of screaming and struggling, you know, he's just like, you know, he's like forcing himself in her. You know, again, they're, all these guys are big, so, you know, as, as is normal, the first guy in takes a little while to get going. But then, I mean, literally, it just, you know, he just, you know, like grabbed her knees with his elbows, you know, kind of stretched her, you know, spread her apart and just started banging away kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, these are young guys, doesn't take it very long, so he banged, you know, pretty hard, pretty fast, and, and then just pulled out and, like, you know, came all over, you know, a bunch of cum, a lot of cum, and, and then he just moves, and the other guy, and they just trade places. The next guy jumps in, and just you know, and she's like, "Oh no, please stop!" And you know, cut it out. You know, next guy jumps in, and he just starts going at it. You know, and, just, and you know, again, pulls her legs apart, and and, and you know, she's obviously her down, and loving just, this. He just repeats the action. You know, now it's not, you know, big black dick number two, just you know, having having his way with her. And then, um, you know, again, he. They're all respectful of the whole don't come in her kind of thing. So he pulls out and 
And, um, you know, again, these guys, young guys, young guys, big black guys with dick, they tend to have a lot of cum. And, you know, <laughs> right. They, they tend to shoot, so shooting all over front kind of thing. And and then, you know, number three got, kind of goes for it, and they they each took um, a couple of turns. Uh-huh. And the second round obviously took longer. And, um, you know, there was a lot of grunting and groaning on their part. You know, she was doing a lot of, you know, the kind of screaming kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, um, was she resisting at all? Like, the does third she... Round and, again, as, as I would see a real rape scene, again, there was nothing really more to it. Bang, bang, bang. And after, the, you know, after right. they were done, they just kind of grabbed their clothes and left. And she was... Does lying she... there on the bed with an immense amount of sperm all over her. Right. Um, breathing hard and, you know, um, the sperm was everything. You know, her face, her hair, and, you know, she her loves chest that. and stomach and, you know, that kind of thing. It was, it was, um, it was, I don't know what else to say. It was pretty intense. It was pretty exciting. You know, she was surprised. She said I did good. Mm-hmm. Um, she and, was um, happy. Yeah, that was, and that was, that was pretty much it. It's like, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, but all these events that I've done so far with her and some of, we're talking like some pretty virile guys, a lot of mm-hmm. black guys, a lot of big guys. She's a beautiful woman. If I had been, if I had been videotaping these things, I would have one hell of a library that I could probably be making a lot of money off of. Right. <laughs> a poor or it library. could, but it could also be for your own enjoyment. I mean, like, well, that, that's, but right? I mean, it's, it's so, it's interesting because I think the um, thing I'm noticing about about what's going on is, you know, it's, you know, porn, I don't watch a lot of porn, but porn's very contrived a lot of ways. Totally. You know, um, and a lot, a lot of times these things can be very weird or contrived, but it's kind of like once these guys realize that they're screwing this beautiful woman with no strings, I mean, there's nothing going all, and the husband even knows, and they're right there, and, and it's a right, and it's, and it's also not for money, right? It's, it's not, not for like, money. It's for pleasure, like, so they really know they're like pleasing a, her. Yeah, it's almost like the, like the energy just becomes total. Uh, they just go for it. There's no right. inhibitions. There's no nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just it just, it, it just feels it's so organic and real, and I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. It's pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I think that's why people like hearing your stories because yeah. they envision <laughs> themselves in that scenario. I feel like a lot of guys would love to be in that scenario because no, it is like but, porn. Um, that's what you're watching because you're the voyeur, right? You're watching. Um, oh yeah, I'm watching. It's like I'm literally. I'm. It's like I'm. Uh, you know, in a, in a uh, watching a, a a fabulous porn movie, I guess, or a realistic. Uh, Right, but like you say, it's better than porn. I mean, I don't know if you heard my episode with the Maverick Men. They're like a gay couple that fuck other guys and they film it and then they put it on. And they're like the most downloaded like reality porn out there because like they think it's more like reality porn because it is really like the real deal. You know, so much porn out there is like people. It's like very produced and overproduced and people aren't really horny or really into it. You know, they're doing it for the money. But when you see a good porn or real people really doing it like that's why I kind of prefer amateur stuff because you really know that you could really see that the people are actually really into it like that's what's hot you don't have to be perfect body or perfect anything but what you really I think what everybody really wants to see is people really getting off right like the real deal and that's what you have going on in these scenarios there's no payment there's no production like this is what Stephanie's just really into yeah I think you're 100% right as um. You know, ever done, and I kind of walking out with the guys. They were just like, you know, they were like so appreciative. They were so whatever, and and um, 
and like you know if we can ever do something again you know let us know kind of thing and you know so so I'll talk to Stephanie kind of thing and and um so what we ended up doing I think said it was great you know like she she actually kind of talked like while each of those guys was you know big powerful guy big dick you know just really her kind of thing mm-hmm. and we said so I said hey why don't we just uh We've got nothing else really planned. Why don't you just we'll have each of them come over one at a time and just, you know, you can kind of go to town and see what happens. And she had a great idea. So over the next couple of weeks, every few days apart, we had each one come back mm-hmm. just to kind of have, you know, just kind of have sex with her. And um, they were all, it, it was all, it was great. I mean, it was, it was, uh, trying to think of the difference between them. One guy was, um, um, just really into into giving oral sex, right? So right. he shows up and, you know, they strip down, they're kind of, you know, kissing and doing things to each other, and he basically, I don't know, he's, he's eating her out for 45 minutes. I mean, it was like, it was just really going to town, and she really got off on that, and then, uh, you know, because, of course, of that, because of that, he's, you know, he's hard as hell, and... Mm-hmm. You know, and then they do every position, her on top, him on top, you know, doggy, the whole thing. And, you know, the whole thing was probably a couple hours, and it was pretty uh, It was pretty cool. Right. Um, the um, One of the guys was kind of the opposite. He was a little bit more like, okay, I'm here, and he kind of just, you know, kind of let her do all the work, which was fine. And she, uh, you know, like lay him on the bed and, you know, worked him with her hands and, you know, gave him a nice blowjob and then, got on top of him for a while and then um you know and again all positions kind of thing and uh-huh. it was probably more like with him it was more like you know an hour hour and 15 it wasn't as long it was still pretty cool right uh the third one was was really i mean it was it, you know what it wasn't very good at all um he really? wanted to give her a massage Right. Uh-huh. Like just start off with a massage, like that kind of thing. Well, well, yeah, just start off because, hey, you know, I give a great massage, so whatever. So, you, you know, we actually have a massage table. and I mean, he gave her like a full body massage, end to end, rubbed everything. It, it was kind of, it was fine, right? And uh-huh. then he, he had a nice heart on, so she gave him a blowjob, and then he, you know, he fucked her and, you know, came once. And it was just very, you know, there were aspects that were kind of cool. And she said, even said afterward, it was like, you know, it's kind of boring. I'm not. I'm not like this is this whole event is not so some guy can give me a massage and I can enjoy getting a rub down. This is like this is all about. <laughs> no, but I mean, she wasn't kind of into it. Like, oh, like the mas- I'm gonna fuck the masseuse. Like maybe it's like role playing. Like maybe he went to role play. No. Yeah, she might. She might. I, again, I, I tell you, I think you know, her thing is 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 rape or her thing right. is unexpected. You know. Well, listen, if you're masseuse, you think you're going in for a massage, and your masseuse starts fucking you, that is kind of rape. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't a role play. It's just like, you know, I'm coming over to fuck you and why don't I give you a massage? Oh, right? so yeah, it no. It wasn't like he was like pretend I'm your masseur and I'm going to then just take advantage of you. Cuz that I think is a hot fantasy kind of, I have to say. Women don't have I don't think women go in for happy endings. I mean, men have that all the time, right? Like that's like a setup thing. Men go in for massages and then they get horny and get, you know, fucked or get a hand job. Women don't really, but I think that's a hot fantasy. But he wasn't really doing it as a fantasy, is what you're saying. No, no, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Like she's like, I could get a massage at any time. Like, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Let's get to the action, <laughs> so, right? Now the um, now the other one mm-hmm. got kind of a different 
twist to it. I mean, you saw the picture. Um, oh, the old white guy and the with the black man. Out, I, I mean, on here was because he looked I mean, like a wait, wait, but that. John, he looked like a black man. That's how well, big he was, was. I tell you, it was weird because in person, mm-hmm. it looked even bigger. And I think it was because it almost looked like that dick was too big for his body. Right. And um, it was it was. I don't know if you can tell from the picture, but it was really fat. Right. I mean, it was yes, you really tell. thick. Yeah. Um, it was long too, but it was, I mean, it was, it was a thick, thick cock. And, um, you know, he was probably a 50 year old guy. Um, you know, I didn't mean that. I mean, he's still virile and I maybe popped pills before he got there. I don't know, but I mean, I mean, he was big and it, it was, um, why it's interesting twist to it. It was, it was one of those kind of weird ones, meaning, he was like just totally enamored with her beauty and the fact that he got to fuck her. He was very awkward and very clumsy. And mm-hmm. let me ask you, know, you a question, John. Can you give me or give the listeners like a little backstory on this guy? Like, where did you find him? And was this a paid oh, situation? He was, one of, he was one of the Craigslist ads because we had all. You know, oh right, duh, I'm sorry. Like, oh. So he's going to rape her. I'm not black, but I'm as big as anybody. And so we're looking at, oh, wow. Yeah, he kind of is, right? Okay, but wait. So so the Craigslist um, ad, hold on, John. So the Craigslist ad, though, was to get these guys to come in and rape your wife, right? And do that scenario. So this guy, this older white guy, you chose him because I'm assuming you chose him because he was really well hung. And that's what she likes. Is that Yeah, we're like, let's let's see how big this guy really is. And also in the email, he said he's horse hung and he comes like a horse. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? And when, Uh um, and believe me, he did. Right. I, I, I've seen a lot of come in these events, but I've never seen something like this. I mean, right? It was like you turned on a garden hose, and I, it, it just—it was—it was weird. Um, and like I said, he was clumsy, so it was kind of like um, you know the rape scene. The acting wasn't really that good, but he, you know, he kind of you know forced himself on, and he was clumsy. It's like grabbing her tits, kind of kissing her, really, and, and you know he's kind of gross. He you know. He was clean, but you know he was unshaven. He was you know, a little, little. He was out of shape. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's um he's trying to get in her the first time, and again, he's really, really thick. So he just blows his wad all over her, like without even getting in her yet. I mean, kind of in her, but it was just, and it was it was a weird. It like was, he it was, was premature. Kind of hot in a lot of ways, but it just all of a sudden it's just like he, she's lying there on her back with her legs spread and some awkward older guy is trying to get in her and, all, and he just literally just blows all over her. Um, and then he, you know, he, he took his hands and he rubbed that all over her. And then he, at that point, he, you know, he's in the rape kind of fantasy, the rape kind of role play. He said, you know, now stop fighting me or I'm going to hurt you. And so she just lay there and it took him a while, but he finally got in her. And that, and that was kind of hot for me because man, I don't know how, and I've said this before, but it was so thick. I don't, know how he got in but he did and he got all the way in right and he you know he went from from thrusting really slow to thrusting harder and faster and eventually you know nice and fast and and she loved it oh yeah at that point yeah she was i mean she with him she kept her eyes closed and to the side a lot and i think because of the sheer size and at that point you could tell she was really into it um Uh uh-huh and he he did that, and he came two more times, and it took the third one took forever. So he must have been on Viagra. Two hours, but 
you know, it was like, it wasn't, again, not a whole lot, not from behind, not blowjobs, but it was, it was, you know, big, huge, white dick, you know, pounding the hell out of her, basically. Two, for um, two hours? <laughs> what? For two hours? That was probably, maybe an hour and 45, something like that. Oh, my that, God, yeah. she should get paid for that. It's a long yeah. time. <laughs> no, I know. So, um, no break. So yeah, we've been, keep, we've been mixing it up, and we're, we're kind of a... Uh, you know, we got a bunch how of many times? So we're kind of thinking of the next thing. How but, many times um, does she come, John? She never comes. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot. Stop! I really should delete that out of the podcast because that's such a fucking downer. I can't even believe she never comes. Can't you take that on as your next mission? Forget about getting her raped. Can't? Does it? Let me ask you this though, John. As her husband, right? Because you, she comes with you. Is there something about the fact that she doesn't come with somebody else that sort of you like? Like, would it bother you if she came with other people? Oh no, 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 no. She remember she come. Uh, not remember, but she comes with a toy. But she won't do that with the, with these no, people. No, she's not going to bring a toy out. But and, would yeah, that bother kinda, you? I guess when I think about it, it's like, well, the only time she really comes is when she's with me. So that's kind of special. Right. Does, it, also, does that make you feel it special? It takes away from the whole rape role play fantasy if she's like, you know, get me my toy, right? So, you know, I think it just, right. it is what it is. I mean, she likes the power of being overtaken. She likes the fact that these guys are so excited. They're they're really into it, and that's and that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, let's not ruin the story by getting it too much into the fact that she doesn't come because I still can't handle that. But, um, but no, I mean, so the the old man, no one was paid. I mean, because sometimes, and I explained this on the intro to this call, like sometimes you guys go and you you get solicited, or she does when you've been out in different places with older men who actually pay for her to have sex with them. But none yeah, of these guys yeah, were we've all been offered, and she gets paid a lot. You know, one guy I think the most was I forget if it was five or seven, but right. Yeah, you know, she's gotten a lot of money for this. Yeah, um, we're just not doing it for the money, so we don't want to. We don't, you know. We, no, I think she likes the scenario of that. Right, she likes the scenario of that more so. Right, it's just really like the role playing thing. Like it's rape or she's a prostitute. It's more like a character. Exactly. Right. And so what's in your, like, what are you, what are you guys doing next? I am sorting through a million, um, Craigslist ads. And, uh-huh. You're going to keep um, doing the rape I'm thing? actually, now what I'm doing is I'm, I'm going through rape role play scenarios with guys back and forth to find, you know, creative guys and some good ideas. And Have you come across anything good that you could talk about? Um... I tell you, they're everything. They're, you know, doing an interview. There's grabbing her off the street in a van. There's... Oh, that could be good. Doing her in a public park. Um, there's, you know, sneaking up on her while she's sleeping. I, I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't really say that there's anything that, that's jumping out. It's, oh, my God, we got to do that. I think there's a lot of them that are, you know, kind of common fantasies that would be great. Uh huh. And I just want to make sure they're with the right guy. The one that I um, actually, there's one. There's a guy who said he can get, you know, five, ten, fifteen, however many guys together, and that he's got a house on the water, so we have to drive a bit. But um, and that you know, why don't we say she's coming over to like do a photo shoot or something? Mm-hmm. Um, which we had, we've done or sim- done similar things before, and then. Have him like you know photo shoot and then surprise surprise there's ten guys there that end up fucking her. So right, that's a know, gang you know, 10 thing. Ten might be too many. 
Yeah, that's a gangbang. That one I'm probably going to look into a little bit more and see what we do with that. I think you should do that. That's like a real full-fledged gangbang. You should invite one of our callers. We ha- I had a caller. Dick Ramit was his name. I met him on Adult Friend Finder, actually. Do, have you ever gone on there to do anything? No. Okay. Um, I just went on there just to try and get some callers because um, Craigslist, sometimes I get a lot of emails, sometimes I don't. I didn't get really shit from that place, but there's a lot of action on there, I got to say. But um, I, I think, and I got a lot of emails that had nothing to do with my podcast. But I got a guy from there called Dick Ramit. I forget what episode he's on, but he was looking for, um, he was really trying to put together a gangbang. He was really into gangbanging. He did it once, and, and he was finding it hard to get all those people together. So I got to tell you, if you have one guy that says he's got 11 other guys or 10 other guys ready to go like you should jump on that because if you want the gang being scenario that's hard to come by to get all those people together you know yeah you know what that's what i'll stay on and um as soon as we uh, as soon as we do that i'll, I'll give you an email because that'll, that'll be a great next story yeah totally this podcast is only 24 minutes john do you have anything left or if not i'll just add somebody else to the second half you know and that's fine but what i was going to say is um is there, like, you know, before we end the call, because you're done with your updates, really, right? And you'll call back when you guys do a couple more scenarios. But what maybe, like, where do you, I mean, where do you put, like, maybe you could post, like, the ad. I mean, just for our listeners. I'm trying to think if any listeners want to get in on the action. Maybe you, what, like, maybe you should post the ad in a certain city. Where do you post your ad? I mean, I guess you can't really say because it's totally anonymous. Well, I, I mean... I, it's you know Atlanta area. I mean, I don't Atlanta I, I area. Guess, I, you know, I'm obviously, and by the way, the one thing I didn't tell you is, you know, I kind of told Stephanie that oh, okay, you know, I know we're supposed to keep this amongst ourselves. So if you want, you know, she was never she was offering to answer questions on email and uh huh. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Right. Okay, but you know, she kind of like let's just keep it to ourselves. So she doesn't even really want me doing these calls. Of course, I could imagine. But, right. And I, you know, I, we just, we're so honest with each other. I didn't, I never said I would promise I wouldn't. I said, okay, you know, I, I respect that. Right. So I don't want to lie directly because I think these are great. Um, but with that in mind, I don't know. Yeah, no, you know, I, I was just trying to. there and said, oh, and if, any, if we ever got together with anybody who said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to the, t- I listened to your calls. Yeah, that wouldn't be That's good. That's why I responded. Then it's kind of, kind of blow up in our face anyway. Um, yeah, I was trying to get the callers involved. Sub- I mean, the listeners involved somehow. I don't know. I was just trying to be creative. But you're well, right. Listen, it doesn't you really have work. my email. If you want anybody to email, you can offer up my email to anybody who wants to ask questions. Okay, great. Wants to ask for advice of how I got my wife to do it. I right, mean, that's really good. Right, so if anybody out there listening, because I have had people email me and say they live vicariously through you, they wish that they could get their wife to do it. So, you know, if you're listening and you want some sort of advice from John or you want to ask him any kind of questions, if you email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, I'll give you, I'll put you in touch with John because I have his email that he emails me for the show and you could talk directly to him. That's actually a good way to get people involved because people love your stories and people you know, love that, your life and you they want to be you. a show where I'm at and answering the caller's questions? That would, that would be, because a yeah. lot of the times I'm sitting there and I, and I get, I remember aspects. So these things, you know, they go for a couple of hours. Right. And, you know, the questions are where I remember certain things or I can give people what they want to hear because of their specific questions. So 
whether it's a list of questions that you asked me that they emailed you or however that works, uh -huh. Uh -huh. that might be a great call. Right, or maybe I will have on um, a, um, a co-host next time that really doesn't, maybe I'll bring somebody in. Because I have a couple different guys that have agreed to do the podcast with me um, now, and I could do it because I have this new computer thing that I could do anyone over the phone, and it's fine. So I think maybe if I brought in somebody that doesn't know anything about the situation, right, you know, they would kind of be like a listener, you know, listening for the first time, you know, I've heard your story so much and I've talked to you for so much, right? So I kind of know the whole deal. But I think a lot of times people are listening for the first time or maybe they don't remember or they haven't listened to all of them. So maybe if I brought in a new co-host who really has never been on the call, they could think of some really great questions along with questions that I get in from callers. I mean, from yeah, listeners. Yeah, that'd be great. I you know could do, I mean? that'd, be, that'd be a lot of fun. We'll do a Q&A with John and Stephanie um, on our next call. And we'll include, of course, some hot stories because by the time, you know, we do that, it'll be a couple of weeks. You know, I feel like I have you on every three week, three or four weeks. You'll have some new stories and we'll have some good questions for you. And hopefully, you know, some people will email me and you could help some other people out. You could be like a good Samaritan. <laughs> That would be my pleasure. Exactly. So keep in touch, John, and I'll send you any emails that I get, and then we'll plan on doing the Q&A for the next call. Okay. Sounds All great, right. Kathy. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for calling in again. Okay. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Okay. So that was John, and it was really a quick call. So I'm going to blend this call in with something else. 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes. I need another 30 minutes. I don't know what that's going to be, so I'll edit it in when I figure it out. Bye-bye. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hey, so that was my call with John. and He only talked for 22 minutes, John and his wife Stephanie, about... And so I have to fill up the podcast with something else. So what I'm doing for this podcast is I'm introducing everybody to a new co-host. I've told you all that I'm having different co-hosts so far. I've had my cousin. I had Robert Kelly. I have um, a guy named John on the call right now. He's uh, going to be one of my co-hosts. And then I have another guy who will be on another time. And um, so background on John. He's my friend. He's uh, We've been friends how long, John? Uh, since you were 21. Yeah, so a really long time. And John, we are born, <laughs> me and John are literally born on the same day. And we're the same nationality. John's Lebanese. I'm Lebanese. If nobody knows what Lebanese is, it is something that exists. And there are Lebanese people in the world. That's right, right? And we're born on the same day. And I think we're like like odd soulmates. Like we're very alike. And we've been friends for a very long time. And we really hate each other's guts sometimes. Um, but we're, we can't get away from each other. You're in my photos. Bad habit. That's what your name is. I mean, sometimes it's... <laughs> seriously, bad habit. Because I try not to answer your calls because... Our relationship is so strained sometimes. I think that's what happens. Strange, when... You're the one who calls me more than I call you, but sure. Okay, whatever you want to say. But, you know, my listeners sometimes write in and they want to know about me. Like one time a listener wrote in and says, like, why doesn't Tommy ask you questions? Because, like, the, we want to know more about you. So maybe, John, you, as somebody that knows me better than anybody probably, um, maybe you could tell the people about me. Or I don't know. How does that work? Could you? Would you know what to say? Where would you start? Where would I start? Yeah. Well, it goes back quite a few years, but I don't know. I would think, I, I, my first recollection is that horrible hair and your chain smoking. 
We're not talking about me 80 years ago. Like, wh- uh, who well, I don't know what we're going to talk about now. Oh, God. Okay. What people need to know is John can be rude sometimes, and John can be funny. He's trying to work on the rude thing, so we'll try and work on that now with you, John. I mean, like, that was just rude. <laughs> and now that you're going to be able to listen to this, you're going to see how horrifying your tone of voice is sometimes. And I think it'll actually be helpful for you. Hey. No, seriously. And John just smoked some weed before we got on the phone because it makes him nicer. It makes him a nicer person. And so imagine him <laughs> Imagine him without weed, okay? Imagine him without weed. Let me tell you this, though. Let John, let's talk about what we were talking about on the phone before because I'm dating this guy who I really like, and he's really cute, and he's really cool, and I really like him. And I left my phone in his car. He might be listening to this, so that's fine. And he went off with my phone in his car and by accident. And then I like text messaged him from my computer like, holy shit, I left my phone. And then he took a really long time to drive back and give me my phone. And I wanted to know, I called my friend John immediately because I wanted to know, like, did he go rifling through my phone? And like, what did you say, John? Like, what is the deal? Like, what do you do in that situation? Would a guy look and rifle through or would they not? No, I wouldn't look. I wouldn't think he would look. And like I told you earlier, you only look if you got suspicion. You just don't have any suspicion. You're pretty much wide open about everything with him. So what would he have suspicion I don't know. About? Would you be just suspicious because you don't know somebody well enough? I only know this guy for a very short time. Would you go through his phone if he forgot it? No. I got to say there was one morning when I woke up and, like, when I sleep over at his house, I leave after him. And one morning after he left, right after he left, he must have went on and texted somebody. And somebody texted him back, and I heard the beep on the iPad. Because sometimes when you have an iPhone, it beeps on both places, you know? So I heard a text come into his iPad. Now, I could have easily opened his iPad and seen who he was texting the minute he walked out with me, probably another girl. But I didn't I didn't go. I would not. I don't want to know that kind of stuff. Okay, now why didn't you want to know it? Because it's not my business and it's his life and I think that I respect other people's privacy. There's certain things I know about him because I un- it's unfor- I know about the other women he's dating because he is dating other people. Um, and I know that it's sort of by accident, but he's been honest with me. So unfortunately, I know that shit. But I wouldn't go looking for it. Like, you don't want to go looking for it. And also because we're not in a committed relationship yet or anything. So what what does it matter who he's texting? It's like almost like you don't want your mind to know certain things. I, and not my mind. That's for sure. You know, what would a guy well, be looking through my stuff for? The only thing I really I care think, about is pictures. Yeah. I think that he wouldn't look because he would give you the same respect you're giving him. Because if I remember correctly, you're relatively famous for looking at all of these things. All of a sudden now you don't want to, so there must be some... I was never... Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Absolutely not, John. Don't misconstrue things and make me... I'm a stalker in that I will look... Like, if I know a guy... Like, this guy actually put, like, a name of a girl in front of me by accident. I was able to see one of his girl's names. So, uh, do you actually think I'm not going to go and look online and see her? Like, how do you not, okay? That's what I do. I am not notorious for looking through people's stuff. Absolutely not. So you don't, and you know that that's true about me. I look at things that are available online. Like if I look at that girl that I know her name online, how could I not? Like it's like that's like public information. I don't go through people's stuff. You know that. Can you please correct yourself? Well, all right. You're, uh, you're right. I'm sorry. 
No, that sounded fake, okay? Like, what's the... Don't be a bullshitter. Just tell them the truth. You know that I don't go looking through people's shit. Um, you just said copy. No. Though. What do you mean anymore? When did I ever go looking through people's shit? You correct email thing What? Oh, I'm, I'm editing this out. Okay. Yeah, you were so right, you fucking asshole. I'm taking that all out. I can't. No, I'm going to tell you what happened. And this is a very bad thing. Wait, I'm not going to edit this out. I'm going to leave it on because this isn't really me stalking. This is what happened. And it was a very unfortunate case of events. It was his dog's name, right? Yeah, but this is what happened, okay? I was I had broken up with a guy, me and a guy who I was serious with for a while had broken up, and I was at a party. And this was for this was so many years ago, and this was like first when the internet started, and I was trying to find out. I, we were all playing online, and I said to my friends like, "Look, I believe that everybody has their dog's name as their password. It's like so easy. You could get into anyone's account. And I had never tried to get into anyone's account. I never saw. I was just simply stating a fact that I believe that everyone uses their pet's name as their password. And I said, look, I could go into my ex-boyfriend's email and I bet you he uses dog's name. That was just a joke. And I went on to show my friends that it would work. And it actually worked. And I was in his email account. It was horrifying. It was like, I don't know, I felt like a murderer. Like, and I just murdered somebody. It was, I knew it was so wrong. I was so freaked out. It wasn't what I intended to do. I wasn't trying to rifle into his account. Do you understand? But then once I did, okay, first of all, I got consequences from that because the minute I did what was in there was like the fact that he had moved on and he was so in love with somebody else and it was like devastating to find out that information. That's why you don't want to look because I think you just, there's things that you shouldn't know and I think it's better to not know. So the fact that I knew, I was, it was like my immediate karma for looking in the first place, which like I said, my intention was not to bust into his email and find out what was going on. It was just to prove that people use their dog's name. But then when I saw the email, I read it and then I was fucked. And it was the most, one of the most horrendous things that I ever did. And I looked through his emails for a little while after that until one day it finally hit me how terrible it was what I was doing. And I never did it again. I was horrified. It was an accident. And then I did it. And then I stopped. So I'm really well, not that person. Remember, I do remember it was a fluke and an accident. <laughs> but yeah. I do remember it was probably at least 20 years. 20 years ago. Yeah, it was probably at least 20 years ago. Right. But you asked me if I recalled anything. I you mean, were right. We're gonna, I totally forgot about that. If we're going to go back on our friendship, I remember when we didn't even have cell phones and we just had beepers. Right, exactly. We No, we had answering machines, please. We're not that old. Yeah, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have cell phones down the shore. We had answering machines. I knew John for oh, a long time. answering machines. We didn't have cell phones. Right, right. But we had answering machines, and me and John have been friends since the dawn of time through all of his relationships. None of his girls ever liked me. He had one relationship that was really good with your one girl, and she hated my guts because I was really drunk, and I ruined her files in the backseat of her car. I tell people, like, what a drunk I was. I was really bad when I drank. Yeah, that was bad. You burned the roof. You burned my brother. You burned my arm. Right, and she was mad at me, and she never talked No, you burned my left. You put a cigarette on my tattoo. <laughs> okay, who cares about that? What I want to go back to is the car and the rifle, the, the guy and the phone and the rifling through. I want to know for my listeners, like, what would people do? Like, would they go looking through the girl that they just met's phone, or would they not? I wouldn't go through my guy's phone because I my mind doesn't like information. Like, 
too much information for me is not good. What I don't know is actually better for me than what I do know. Like, so I wouldn't look like when I heard that beep in his house, I didn't look. I've been in his house many times after he left and I would never look through the stuff. I see things in his house that are blatant and obvious right in front of me. And I hate to even see those things. I, I tell him, like, why don't you just like hide your shit? Like, I don't want to see stuff, you know? Um, so why would he? I but you didn't look. No, I've never looked. I don't. You no, know me. I, I don't I want. You. Oh, you think he had it? You think he did it? That's why you guys are getting along. Um, well, I'm a pretty honest person, but like, there's just pictures in my phone that maybe were dirty from a long time ago. Like, I don't know. Like, I still think that he, no matter how honest you are, like, I, you want to be the one to show somebody stuff, not have them look without you knowing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd rather show it to them than let them find it. Yeah, there's something odd about somebody looking through your stuff when you're not around, out of context. You know, things seem weird and abnormal. Anyway, so you're going to be um, <coughs> a co-host in the future, along with another guy. I have another guy, uh, Dirty D, he wants to be called. He's um, someone from my high school that wants to do it. I think it's good to have people that I know and that I'm friends with because John normally really rips on me, and he's good. He knows me really well, and that'll be good for the calls. Um, right now it's a little I give weird. It straight. Yeah, you give it straight and you're actually really good with advice. That's why I think that you'll be a good, um, you know, a good co-host. You've been giving me advice forever. That's really what our ba- our friendship is based upon. But, um, I'm going to have another guy, Dirty D. And then the guy that I left my phone in the car, um, wants to one once in a while be on my podcast. He's really good at analyzing things too. So I have a whole slew of people. So, you know, hopefully this is an interesting little intro. This is the intro to John, the new co-host. And um, you're calling in, so I hope that this sounds good. Your kind of phone sounds like shit. Your phone doesn't... Your phone, your Bluetooth doesn't really sound really good. I just hope that people could hear you. Um, But, uh, you know... Well, I tell you what, next time I'll use just a regular phone, but I was in the middle of doing Oh, yeah, John is like a gearhead, and he's a big muscle head, and he drives big cars, and he rides motorcycles, and he's, you know, puts together cars. But he also is like, he has a garden, and he cooks, and he's constantly at the <laughs> supermarket. Let's keep that part of me a secret, right? Yeah, the Martha Stewart. I'm always like, you're fucking Martha Stewart. He's always like, oh, I don't want to go out. I have to clean my bathroom. The other night, he had people coming over, and he was so irritated because he wanted to clean his bathroom. And friends wanted to come over and pound alcohol and drink and smoke weed with them. And he's like, I have to clean my bathroom. So you are a little bit like Martha Stewart. It is weird. It is a total side of you that some people would never believe you have. But I've always been like that. You've always been half man, half woman? Well, I wouldn't say half woman. I would say half man, half evolved man that could take care of himself. Oh, okay. Because you've never had a woman. John's never been but married. I yeah. can keep that stuff a secret because it's readily um, called half woman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're more of a woman than I am. You cook more. You clean more. You're very into cleaning and cooking, and you're always at the supermarket shopping. I don't well, you use so. Don't you use know, so. You know how I got to eat, so nobody's going to make my food for me. Don't you so a lot. I haven't sewn in a while, but I was just looking on eBay for a new sewing machine. Yeah. Right, so you sew too. So you are definitely, you might be three quarters woman, one fourth man. <laughs> I'm really serious. Do you ever I would that- say three quarters woman. You got to remember, I still built choppers and race cars and 
all that other, and weight lift and all of that other stuff. Okay, well, you sound kind of like shit on this podcast because of your phone, so I'm hoping that it's not totally irritating to my listeners, but next time when you do it, you're either going to be at my apartment doing it so that it sounds better, or you're going to be on a regular phone when we do the real caller, okay? All right, well, I'll come over next time. Okay. I haven't been over there in a while. All right, so let's tune in next time. John will be on the call, and we'll be doing a real call with a caller. This was the intro, though, to one of my new podcast people. Hopefully it was interesting. I don't know. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
Um, I saw an episode, it was like on Super Junior, where Rhett Baker's, I planned on, um, they're getting into the Hitler thing. I planned on having something else added to the end of that and making it a two part, but it is not a two part.